Thank you for joining us as we bring you this worship service of 7th Avenue Presbyterian Church. Our readings this morning are from the book of Exodus, the third chapter, verses 1 through 15. Our preacher is the Reverend Deanna Christmas. Her sermon is titled, So Now, Go. You'll find the link to our complete announcements in your email. Here are a couple of highlights. As part of 7th Avenue's commitment to speak up and act for racial justice, we are receiving a special offering to support two local organizations, the Hidden Genius Project and Radical Monarchs. This is the last Sunday for that offering. Our goal was to reach $2,000 by the end of August. As of the end of this past week, we have more than doubled our initial goal and reached $4,350. What a beautiful gift it has been to see your generosity. As today is the last Sunday of the month, a reminder we will be gathering for a Zoom social hour at 11 a.m. The link is in your email. And now, in preparation to worship, you are invited to quiet yourself, becoming still as you prepare to worship God. In the details of our lives, God sees us. God knows who we are and who we can become. What we are capable of and how to draw it out of us. Let us worship God who knows us and loves us. And guides us into the way of life. Yes, yes so, so be, be it. it. Amen. Amen. Oh, 
Let us pray. God of abundance and wholeness, we come with our joys, wants, desires, and questions. You say, I am for you, and we remember this. We give you thanks. When we forget this, we pray forgiveness. Allow us to embrace what we know to be true and to live it. Now in silence, we continue our prayers to you. God sees all our ways and loves us still. God looks at our brokenness and sees wholeness. God knows our needs and longs to fill them. This news is truly good. In Jesus Christ, we are beloved, forgiven, and welcomed home. Praise be. A reading from the book of Exodus, beginning with the first verse. In preparation to hear these words, let us pray. Loving God, as we listen to these ancient words, may we be open to hear their meaning for us this day. Amen. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, 
the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness, and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of God appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When Yahweh saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then Yahweh said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face, because he was afraid to look at God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God. Send out your light, your sin, your truth. To 
A continuation from Exodus. Listen for the word of God. Yahweh said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of the land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. The home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, Jebusites, and now the cry of the Israelites has reached me. And I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, What is God's name? Then what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, Yahweh, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, the name you shall call me from generation to generation. Here ends the reading. Good morning, 7th Avenue. My name is Deanna Christmas, and it's a privilege to be with you virtually this morning. The title of my message this morning is, So Now, Go. So Now, Go. Suffice it to say that 2020 is turning out to be nothing like I would have ever imagined it to be. Nothing at all. Just this month alone here in the Bay Area, We've had a record-breaking heat wave as well as thunderstorms and dry lightning, which have caused awful air quality and multiple wildfires. Our country is preparing for the impending presidential election in 65 days as it continues to grapple with racial unrest that demands reckoning, repentance, and reconciliation. All this as our planet is struggling to learn how to respond to the coronavirus pandemic, which has taken the lives of 800,000 people around the globe. 170,000 of those lives were lost right here in the United States. Heat, lightning, fires, election, racial unrest, coronavirus, I never saw this coming in 2020, never. I must admit that in the month of March, when the gravity of the coronavirus began to set in for me, I was initially immobilized by fear. Fear of what might happen to me, fear of what might happen to those that I love, and fear of what our world would look like when this is all over. I had to constantly remind myself that I have a choice to make, fan the flames of fear or 
fan the flames of faith. Reading the Old Testament, specifically the book of Exodus, has helped me to continually fan the flames of faith in my own life. As we turn to today's text in Exodus chapter 3, we read that God called to Moses from within the flames of a fire in a burning bush that does not burn up. Next, God spoke to Moses and said, I see the misery of my people in Egypt. I hear their cries. I am concerned about their suffering, and I have come to rescue the Israelites from their oppressing circumstances. Then God said to Moses, So now, go. So now, go. And God sent Moses, God's servant, to Pharaoh, a specific person, to bring the Israelites out of Egypt. God sent Moses with a specific purpose. I glean two things from this conversation between Moses and God. First, the rescue of the Israelites from their suffering required a response from Moses. Moses had to go to Pharaoh in Egypt. And second, Moses wouldn't be alone, for God went on to say, I will be with you. I believe that God's promises to the Israelites are applicable to our world today. God sees the misery in our communities, our country, and our world. God hears the cries of people around the globe God is concerned about our suffering, and God will rescue us out of our oppressing circumstances. However, as we read this story about Moses, we must not fail to realize that our rescue requires our willingness to respond to God's call. When God calls, we must be ready to act. When God calls, we must be ready and willing to be sent to particular people and places to complete specific purposes that only we can fill. When God calls, no matter how scared we may be or ill-equipped we may feel, we can go knowing that we are not alone because God will go with us. Some of you may have heard of a man named John Lewis. John Lewis was a civil rights leader, and most recently, he served as a United States congressman. In an essay written shortly before his death this past July, Congressman Lewis shared three things that he had learned as a teenager from the nonviolent teachings of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. First, we are all complicit when we tolerate injustice. Second, it is not enough to say it will get by, it will get better by and by. And third, each of us has a moral obligation to stand up, 
speak up and speak out. When you see something that is not right, you must say something. You must do something. Congressman Lewis also wrote that ordinary people with extraordinary vision can redeem the soul of America by getting in what Lewis called good trouble, necessary trouble. Now, Congressman Lewis was no stranger to good trouble. He organized sit-ins at segregated lunch counters. He was an original freedom writer. He led marches aimed at demonstrating the desire of African Americans to exercise their constitutional right to vote. In so doing, he was beaten and jailed on numerous occasions. But just like Moses, by the grace and strength of God, John Lewis kept going and kept serving until the day he died. By all accounts in scripture, Moses was an ordinary person. John Lewis considered himself to be an ordinary person. If you're like me, you probably consider yourself to be an ordinary person. Here's the thing. God uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. Like Moses and Congressman Lewis, each and every one of us ordinary people can expect to be called by God. As I prepare to close, I'd like to ask you a few questions. When God calls, will you be ready to act? When God calls, will you be willing to be sent to particular people and places to complete specific purposes that only you can fill? When God calls, will you go with God? even if it means getting into good trouble, necessary trouble. So now, just like Moses, Congressman Lewis, and the great cloud of witnesses who have gone before us, I pray that you will answer the call and go with God and do your very best to get into Good trouble, necessary trouble. Amen and amen. We believe in God, who sees us individually and in community, and sends us to meet one another's needs. We believe in Christ, who calls us to let go of the comfortable in order to find fullness of life. We believe in Spirit, whose steadfastness produces in us endurance, character, and hope. This we believe. Amen. 
give you thanks and praise in all times and all places, even here, even now. You are a God of light who walks in the darkness with us and for this we are thankful. So we pray this day for this earth, our planet home, praying your spirit upon all places of fear and despair. Work through those speaking out for justice. Work through those listening and learning and yearning to do better. Work through those offering food to the hungry. Work through those who give support to the lonely and work through us, dear God. We pray your spirit will bring peace and wholeness and life as we move through these days together. We also pray for all those of our beloved 7th Avenue community, those on our prayer circle and prayer concerns. And now in silence, we voice our own prayers for the world ourselves, and for those we love.
We make this prayer in the name of the Christ who taught us to pray, saying, Our God who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we go forth ordinary people, we are called to do the extraordinary work of justice, to stand up, speak up, and speak out.
And may the grace of God who created you in love, the peace of Christ who teaches it is possible to be love, and the power of the Spirit who calls you ever forward into new experiences of love be and abide with you this day, this week, and evermore. Amen.